welcome to the Celebrate Community Church of Yankton podcast. My name is Jeff Todd, and I have the privilege of serving as pastor of this amazing church community here in Yankton, South Dakota. I just want to say thank you for joining us. It's my prayer that this week's message will truly encourage you. Enjoy. What's on your grown-up Christmas list this Christmas? Can I tell you one of the things I just got? I just got a wonderful gift watching all of you come up here and read part of God's word and read that Christmas story. That was an awesome gift. So thank you, church. That was a wonderful blessing for me. But I think if we're being honest, when it comes to this part of our lives, when we're looking back and reflecting so many times, we live with regret. Things we wish we would have done, things we wish we hadn't done, things we wish we would have said, things we wish we hadn't have said. Wish we would have been more focused, wish we would have been more present, wish we would have just been more, more, more. See, sometimes life can end up being a, a series of what ifs or, or what could have been. If you're a guest joining us tonight, uh, we just want to welcome you for being here. We've been in a series called The Christmas Story where we've been kind of playing on that famous movie and, of course, that famous play, A Christmas Story, where there was just a little boy named Ralphie who wanted just one thing for Christmas, and, and taking that idea to say, what's that one thing you want for Christmas this year? And just kind of by way of review, again, if you haven't been here, I encourage you to go to our website, yankton.church, go to our podcast as well. But the first week we talked about the gift of forgiveness and how that's the one gift we all truly desire because the hardest person to forgive sometimes is ourself, isn't it? And we live with those regrets, but if we could have and understand that gift of forgiveness, it would really change everything. And then we talked about the second gift of Christmas, which is the gift of relationships, although sometimes that doesn't feel like a gift, does it? And how life can be messy, and we talked about how the world is a mess. Just this afternoon, my wife and I, uh, we went out to Walmart, um, and, and, and it was Christmas Eve, and I, I, don't th- I think you missed that. I said it was Walmart. And it was Christmas Eve, okay? It was about as bad as you can imagine, all right? It, can I just say, it was a mess, all right? And, and, but but I, here's what I did. I found myself walking around, and as I was walking past people, I remember just looking at them and just smiling. And it would just change their face. I think everybody was busy and, and, and frustrated and wanted to do it. It was just funny to watch that and see that. But before you get, think I get to be too spiritual, uh, there was a point where I literally said this to Elaine. I said, listen, if we make one more turn, somebody's probably going to die. Okay, so let's just, let's just get out of here, okay? But, but why do I say that? Our world is a mess, isn't it? But God doesn't want us to love the mess. God wants us to learn to love in the mess. And church, how can we learn to love in the mess? That's the gift of relationships. And then the third and final gift, we talked about this last Sunday, is the gift of joy. And how joy is not an emotion. Joy is not a feeling. Joy is something we are. It's how we identify and truly understand the gift of joy. We need to become a servant, just like Jesus was. And and we need to encourage other people. We need to elevate other people. And we need to enjoy others. You know, I've heard it said that starters are a dime a dozen, but finishers are one in a million. And if we're being honest, every single person in this room, every single person watching online, every single person in that restaurant back there wants to be that one in a million, don't they? But life has a way of derailing that, those dreams. So many of us drift and settle for mediocrity. Church, everybody look right here. God did not design us to be haphazard in life. God designed us to be life to the full. Jesus said in John 10.10, I have come that they may have life and have it to the full. Hence Christmas. Hence why we're here. Hence why Jesus came 
for us to have life to the full. See, in Jesus, he is our one and only. He is the one we can turn to in our lives to make ourselves that one in a million. The place where we can take our pains and our problems of yesterday and turn them into unbelievable promises for tomorrow. You know, this has been a tough year for a lot of people. You know, we've had unprecedented inflation. It's just been rampant. The stock market has just been up and down. A lot of people have lost millions of dollars. There's been a lot of political unrest. There's been a lot of fear in the last week. It's just been downright cold, hasn't it? (laughs) But here's what I want you to understand, church. In Jesus, when we truly understand who he is, the old is gone, the new has come. See, my grown-up Christmas list for this year is that every person in this room, every person watching online, every person in that restaurant would understand this gift of Christmas. And that's the gift of Jesus Christ. To step up, to step out, to give Jesus control, to let Jesus do what only he can do, church. That can be your 2023. You know, C.S. Lewis said, God cannot give us peace. God cannot simply give us happiness. For you see, apart from him and who he is, there is no such Church, my grown-up Christmas list is for us to realize that Jesus is everything we want, everything we desire, and everything we hope for can be found in Him. So many people see Christmas as a holiday, but church, let me just say it. When you understand that idea, Christmas becomes a holy day with who Jesus is and who we can surrender to Him. Look at the promise that Jesus gave us. John 14, 27. Jesus promised Peace I leave with you. My peace I give you. That is the promise of Christmas. Church, can we just agree? It's a quick trip, isn't it? You know, two weeks from today, my oldest son, Caleb, is going to be packing up. He's already starting to pack up, and he's going to be leaving our house for college. And man, it feels just like I blinked my eyes, and we were just bringing him home from the hospital, and he turned around twice, and there he goes. Isn't it crazy how quick that goes? It's just a quick quick trip in life. See, we blink and then it's over. But, but I think life, instead of being a series of going from one thing to the next and just moving along, I mean, this next month, church, I'm going to be 45 years old. That's halfway to 90. Okay, now you might smile. I'm not laughing because here's what I say. I look back at my life and man, there's a lot of things I wish I would have done differently. But I'm telling you what, I'm going to claim these next 45 years for the glory of Jesus Christ. And I want to share his love and his glory with as many people as I possibly can. See, church, there is a place where there is no end. There is a place where we don't have to go from one disappointment to the next. In fact, there is a place where we will never be disappointed. We'll never fear fear. We will never fear pain. We will never fear sorrow. And that is where Jesus wants us to be. But can I just tell you the Christmas promise? That's why Jesus came. But it's not for everyone. It's only for those who truly understand and receive this gift of Jesus Christ, that he came as a little baby to be born, to show us how to live that life and to love other people the way that he desired us for. So my grown-up Christmas wish for today is that every person in this room, every man, woman, and child would fully understand what that truly means. You know, Karl Barth was a uh, very famous theologian, and one day he visited the University of Chicago, and the students and the scholars crowded around him to hear him speak. 
And as Dr. Barth was speaking, someone asked him, Dr. Barth, what is the most profound truth you have learned in all your years of study? To which Dr. Barth smiled and he said, Jesus loves me, this I know, for the Bible tells me so. Church, my grown-up Christmas wish for you is that we would understand that. And again, if you're a guest, in front of your chairs, there's these connection cards. And every week we talk about these, but every week I want to tell you this is a super impactful moment. And so if you have one of these cards, I'd like you to take it out because we're going to show you how you can receive that gift of, of Jesus Christ, how you can make him the king of your life. And it's a very simple process. It's just as simple as ABC. See, ABC, the first A is that we need to admit it. We need to admit that we are not perfect. Can we just all admit we're, we've blown it, haven't we? See, even as your pastor, I'm not perfect either. In fact, one of the things I love about our church is we are full of imperfect people, all right? So if you're a guest, welcome home. We're a bunch of screw-ups, and you can just join right in with us, amen? In fact, in fact, there's only one type of person who's not invited in this church, and that's perfect people, okay? We don't allow perfect people in this church because you just mess it all up for the rest of us because we're all a bunch of screw-ups, amen? So if you're here today and you're imperfect, again, welcome home. We need to admit that. We need to say we don't get it right. We do blow it, but man, we're so thankful that God's there, isn't it? Amen? The grace that he gives us. So the A is to admit, the B is to believe. We need to believe that what we just read here tonight is not a fairy tale. It's not some made-up story that we follow. It's not some tradition that we read through. Jesus Christ, the King of kings, the Lord of lords, the creator of the heavens and the earth, came down to earth as a little tiny baby and actually was born to a little girl named Mary and Joseph who were scared, who probably, just like all parents, wondered, man, what did I just get myself into? And he grew up. And he grew up in his family and he became a man. And he came and he preached people. He went to church. He went to Sunday school just like little kids do, right? He learned about the Bible he learned about relationships. He had the same hurts. He had the same pains. He'd fall down and scrape his knee. He'd have his heart broken. He had people lie to him. He had people lie about him. But then he had a call in his life. And one day he went to his cousin John, and he was baptized. And the Bible says the Spirit of the Lord came upon him. And he spent the next three years traveling around the area we now call Israel, teaching people about the kingdom of God. And saying that all the prophets and all the scriptures are fulfilled in me. God in human skin came to planet earth not to condemn us, not to put us down, not to shame us, but to show us how much he loved us. And how although we are all screw-ups and all we've all messed up, he still loves us even though we're there. And he couldn't imagine eternity without us, so he came to make a way for us to have that life. And that's why he went to the cross. Because see, here's the thing we need to understand about the cross. If we don't understand the cradle, we'll never understand the cross. You know, a little while ago, we actually used to have a little manger, a little wooden manger, and we kind of got rid of it, and I wish we hadn't. And I think we were actually going to bring it back again and make a little manger. So you know anybody who wants to make one? Because I want to put it right at that foot of the cross, because I think we need to remember that. I've told you this before. The thing I hate most about Christmas is December 26th, because <laughs> we pack up all the decorations. We put away all the lights. Man, I'd love to get one of them little mangers, and I'd love to put it right at the foot of the cross and just leave it there all year round, because here's the thing, church. If you don't understand the cradle, you don't understand the cross.
Jesus came to live, but he came to die for you, for me. And can I just say it for all the other screw-ups in the world? (laughs) It's a true statement of fact. It either happened or it didn't happen, and I will stake my life on the fact that it did. But church, please don't miss this. It's not enough just to acknowledge it, admit it. It's not enough just to believe it. It's not truly a gift until you choose to receive it. A, B, C. We admit, we believe, we choose. And I'm going to come back to these cards again. This is why it's so important that if you have not made that decision, please, please, please take this card, write your name down, mark that box. Not because we want you to check a box, but because we love you. We want to celebrate with you. We want to walk with you. And I'm just going to go ahead and say it. Maybe there's some people in this room. Maybe there's some people that are watching online that maybe you've already done that. Maybe you've checked that box. But maybe this year you haven't really felt that way. Maybe you've stepped away from God. Maybe there's been some things in your life. I'm not sure what it is. Maybe you need to mark that box tonight too and say Christmas 2022 is a day that I'm going to recommit my life to Jesus Christ. You can do that right now. I'm going to pray for you in a minute, and we can do that. But the second thing I want to show you is every single one of you on your chairs tonight got one of these little cards. You should go ahead and pick it up and just kind of hold on to it. And I'm just going to be real direct with you. If you're here tonight and you're part of Celebrate Church, this should be on your grown-up Christmas list. There should be a name of somebody in your life that needs to have this card. And this is an invite card to our Sunday gatherings. And we're here every Sunday. And boy, I tell you what, what a great gift you can give to somebody. (laughs) It won't cost you a thing. But can I tell you something? It costs your Savior everything. We're not here to build the church. We're here to build God's kingdom. We're here to say, listen, we're all screw-ups in need of a perfect Savior who came on Christmas Day that lived and died for you and I so we could have life eternal. Church, can I just say this? I've been to too many funerals where everybody's going to heaven. That's not what my Bible says. If you knew that your child was in danger, what would stop you from helping them? I guarantee you nothing. These cards are not just cards. These are lifelines for our family, for our friends, for our neighbors. I want you to come here because I won't want you to come to church. I want you to meet Jesus. And our lives is to live and to be like Jesus. Amen? All right, let's pray. Jesus, I love Christmas. I love that for 2,000 years, your followers have gathered all around the world and literally millions and millions of people right now are doing the same thing we're doing right now. They're reading the same passages. They're remembering the shepherds. They're remembering the wise men. They're remembering Mary. They're remembering Joseph. And Jesus, I thank you that that is not a fairy tale. It really, truly happened. And you truly, truly love us. You couldn't imagine eternity without us. You saw us in our helpless state, and you said, no, I'm going to come down there. I'm going to leave glory so that they can have glory. Jesus, I thank you that we don't have to wait for heaven someday because you, when you were here on earth, you talked about the kingdom of God and what it means to be part of your kingdom. So Jesus, right now in the quietness of our heart, if there's any man, woman, or child in this room watching online who has not made that commitment, that they would do that right now. ABC, we would admit that we are not perfect, that we've blown it, and you offer us forgiveness for our sins, that we would believe in what you did on that cross, that you went from that cradle to that cross because you loved us. 
And God, today in this moment, we choose to surrender our lives to you. Not that we're going to be perfect, not that we're going to get it right, but we're going to take it step by step every day to become more and more like you. And God, for those of us who have already made that decision, break our hearts for what breaks yours, because that's people. That every one of our family members, every one of our neighbors, every one of our coworkers would understand the power of the cradle and the power of the cross. Jesus, don't let another Christmas season go by without us knowing who you are and how much you love us. And as we sing these songs and as we celebrate together, God, when we wake up tomorrow morning and open packages and maybe travel and maybe start coming home and and as the lights and the decorations start to get packed up, God, help us never to forget the reason for Christmas. And God, my grown-up Christmas list is that every person would understand that and learn to appreciate it every day. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Thanks so much for listening. If you live in the Yankton area, we'd love for you to join us Sundays at 1030 a.m. at 310 Walnut Street. You can also check out more content on our website, yankton.church, or our YouTube channel, at Celebrate Yankton. If you enjoy this podcast, please subscribe to it and share with others. God bless.